Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Bismillah walhamdulillah Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala Amma ba'd All praise and thanks is due to Allah Azza wa Jal Peace and salutations upon Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Peace and salutations upon his family Upon his friends And upon all those who try to emulate him Until the end of time Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban Bikum after praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and after passing salutations upon our illustrious leader Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah and that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the final messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, if one were to ask people and you meet someone in the road, you meet someone in the mall, etc. And you basically give them a survey with one question and you ask them, what is the purpose of life? Many people will give different answers. Some people will say the purpose of life is to have a nice car, have a beautiful house. Some will say it's to have a good job. Some will say it's to have a good education. Have a lot of children. Whatever it might be. And whatever I've mentioned, there's nothing wrong with this. If someone can afford to have a nice house, a nice car, mashallah, tabarakallah. Right? May Allah bless them, may Allah increase them. If someone doesn't have this, he can't afford it, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant him content and grant him better. And if he doesn't get better in this dunya, then we ask Allah azza wa jal to grant him better in the akhirah. But the purpose of life, the purpose of us as Muslims, being on this dunya, there's only one purpose. And this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says to us, verse number 56, Surah Dhariyat. And Allah Azza wa Jal He explains and He says, وَمَا خَلَقُتُ الْجِنَّةِ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ That I've not created mankind and the jinn except that they worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so someone can have millions he can have the best of this dunya but if they don't worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they don't believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they don't believe in the tenets of Iman then at the end of the day no matter how much money he has no matter what beautiful house he has what wonderful car he drives at the end of the day he's a loser he's a loser in the eyes of Allah azza wa and this is why we as believers, the followers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, 
the abd and the slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the followers of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam we should not take this matter lightly and we should never feel that this person and that person that's following another religion other than mine is better off than me because there's nothing better there's nothing greater than believing in the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and following Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as this my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam this was not any ordinary call the oneness of Allah azza wa jal and the tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to single Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out for all ibadah and for all worship whether it is my salah whether it is my slaughtering of any sacrificial animals whether it's making dua whatever it might be it is only for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and know that this way of you worshiping Allah azza wa jal and you calling to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whether it's through your actions whether it's through your interactions with people whether it's you physically calling people to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then know that this call it is the call of the Anbiya it is the call of the Prophets as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says وَلَقَدْ بَعَثْنَا فِي كُلِّ أُمَّةِ الرَّسُولَ أَنِعْبُدُ اللَّهَ وَاجْتَنِبُ الطَّغُوتِ as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says and indeed we have sent to every nation a messenger and this message was a universal message Nabi Isa didn't come with a different message to Nabi Musa Nabi Musa never came with a different message to Nabi Nuh. Nabi Nuh never came with a different message to the message of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They all came with the same message. And what was this message? That worship one Allah and stay away from false deities. Stay away from false gods. And if one is to open the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Qur'an, read the stories of the Anbiya. Right? You know, sometimes we will read everything else. Right? Then we read in this magazine, then we read in this post on Facebook, then we read in this tweet on Twitter, and we read in about a hundred forwarded messages every day on WhatsApp. Right? Take some time out in the day. Five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. Read the translation of the Qur'an in whatever language you understand. <coughs> you understand English? Read the English. You understand Afrikaans? Read the Afrikaans. You speak Kosa? Read Kosa. Right? You're from Malawi? You read Chichewa. Right? Whatever. But read the language because there's a message for each and every one. And the main message that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he sent every prophet with is that worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala worship Allah azza wa jal and stay away from false gods 
So if one looks at the Quraysh, if one looks at the Quraysh in the time of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and one were to ask the Quraysh, who's the creator, who is the creator of the sun? Who is the creator of the moon? Who is the creator of the universe? Then that same mushrik, that same disbeliever in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will say that it is Allah. If you ask him who is the sustainer, who is the nourisher, who is the cherisher, he will say that it is Allah. So as for believing in Allah's rububiyah, that Allah Azza wa Jal is the Rabb, then they never differed on that. But when you go a step further, and when you ask him, is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the ilah? Meaning, is all ibadah and all worship dedicated to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Now he starts to change. So the Quraysh then will say no. That how do we get to Allah Azza wa Jal? Is something different. So they would dedicate their ibadah and their worship to other false deities. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says again regarding the Anbiya. وَمَا أَرُسَلْنَا مِنْ قَبْلِكَ مِنْ رَسُولٍ إِلَّا نُوحِي إِلَيْهِ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا أَنَا فَعْبُدُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that I have not sinned. وَمَا أَرُسَلْنَا مِنْ قَبْلِكَ مِنْ رَسُولٍ That I have not sinned any messenger from before except that we inspired them. Except that we taught them. أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا That none has the right to be worshipped except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala فَعْبُدُهُ So worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And know my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam that the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Singling out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all our worship and singling Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as our Lord and singling Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as the one who has created us and singling Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the one who sustains us, for the one who nourishes us, then know that this brings happiness. And this brings solace into the life of a believer. You can have a poor person, someone that is struggling to put bread on his table or her table every single day. They struggle. But yet this person is content with knowing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is their Lord. And knowing that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the final messenger that they follow. And this in itself brings happiness to the poorest person on the face of this dunya. It brings solace to a person that is going through some form of sadness, 
some form of difficulties. Because as we know, each and every one of us, we have some form of difficulty in our life. We have some form of sadness. We have some form of something that it affects us. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says this to us in Surah Al-Baqarah. Allah says, وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعِ وَنَقْصٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنفُسِ وَالثَّمَرَاتِ وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ Allah Azza wa Jal, He says, and most definitely, we will indeed test you. وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ وَسَمْثِنَا مِنَ الْخَوْفِ of fear. We live in a society where we fear. At times we live in a state of fear especially yani, at night when the lights go off there's a bit of a fear what if someone jumps over the wall what if someone tries to break into my house what if someone tries to break into my car this is a reality we live in South Africa right? this is something that is an occurrence on a daily basis so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he tells us this it's not something new Allah says that I will test you and I will most definitely test you. Min al khawfi with fear, wal and hunger. That someone you wake up in the morning and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it such that no one goes to sleep on an empty stomach. But the reality is, whether it's in South Africa, whether it's in Central Africa, whether it's certain places in the world, that certain people, they suffer from hunger. But again, this is a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعِ وَنَقْصٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ And this one, many of us know. This one, many of us experience. That there's a loss of wealth. وَنَقْصٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ And today we might have something, tomorrow we might lose that money. Or we have a certain amount of money, and within a week or two, it just gets less and less. Again, this is just not a problem that we are going through. It is a worldwide crisis, worldwide crisis that people are suffering financially. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and a loss of lives. Each of us, we know, we had loved ones that passed on, whether it was parents, grandparents, brothers, sisters, husbands, wives, friends, relatives. Just a few years ago, not even a few years ago, about two, three years ago, everyone sitting here. You know of someone that passed on. Not one person. Not two people, but maybe 10, maybe 20. Sometimes a whole family would pass on. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us, gives us the blessings. And He says, وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ And glad tidings to who? Glad tidings to the one that has sabr, that has patience. And the one that has patience is the one that believes in the Tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we don't believe in Allah azza wa jal, and we don't follow the teachings of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, 
as Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam taught his companions and as his companions taught their students the tabi'in and as the tabi'in taught their students the atba'u tabi'in and how they taught the ulama of this ummah then unfortunately we are at a loss and I narrate to you the saying of Imam Daru Hijra, Imam Malik Rahimallahu Ta'ala. So who was Imam Malik? Imam Malik was, as we know, one of the famous Imams of the four Madahib. And Imam Malik would teach in the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's Masjid. So what does Imam Malik say? In one of the famous quotations of Imam Malik, Rahimallahu Ta'ala, he says that the latter of this Ummah, the latter of this Ummah, meaning those that come later on, the affairs will not be rectified except by that which rectified the early of this Ummah. So those things that rectified the companions, and those that came after them is the same methodology and the same manhaj that is going to rectify our problems and our ways. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He informs us and He says, Ya ayyuhalladina Amanu, O oh, you who believe, <coughs> whenever we hear, whenever we come across a verse that says, Ya ladina amanu, then we as believers, we as Muslims, whether we are young, whether we are old, whether we are rich, whether we are poor, each and every one of us, we need to listen attentively. Because now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is specifically speaking to those who believe in Allah. And this is why if one looks at the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He generally when He speaks to mankind, He addresses them in two ways. The one way He speaks to the whole of humanity. Ya nas, O mankind, Jew, Christian, Hindu, Buddhist, Atheist, LGBTQ, whatever they are, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when He speaks to Ya Nas, He speaks to everybody. But when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya Iwaladina Amanu, now He only specifically speaks to myself and yourselves. To those who believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah says, Ya Iwaladina Amanu stajibu lillahi wa lil rasul, Ida da'akum lima yuhikum. Allah Azza wa Jal says, O believers, respond to Allah and His Messenger. <coughs> Follow the call of Allah and His Messenger. When He calls you to that, Lima yuhyikum, to that which gives life. So, what gives life? Right? If I, like I started off, Said, let's you walk in the road, you walk in the mall, and you have a survey. So this is a new survey. And this survey is what really gives life. 
So you can have someone that's alive, but he's dead. So this might sound strange. Right? How can someone be alive, but he's dead? He's walking. He's alive, but his heart is dead. But Allah gives life. Lima Through what? When you respond to Allah's call. When Allah, when the Mu'addin says, Hayya ala salah, then you respond. When there's a call at the masjid that is going to be a class, you attend. When there's a call at the masjid that they need some assistance, the roof is leaking, the carpets are old, you need more space for the sisters, then we give. When the Prophet وسلم, when he orders us to do something, then we listen and we obey. And we don't come with an excuse, nah, ma, this is sunnah. It's okay, it's not sunnah. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He says فَمَنْ رَغِبَ عَنْ سُنَّتِ فَلَيْسَ مِنِّي That whomsoever does not take to my sunnah Whomsoever does not follow my sunnah فَلَيْسَ مِنِّي He is not part of me He is not from us Meaning that whosoever does not follow the way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the tariqah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then he is not from me. This doesn't mean the person is a non-Muslim. But what it means is not following the way and the tariqah and the manhaj of nubuwa of prophethood. Because the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says to us, وَمَا آتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ As Allah mentions in the Qur'an, Surah Al-Hashr, وَمَا آتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُ That take what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has given you. Take it and leave off what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has left off. This is part of our iman. This is part of our belief. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he has not taught us anything except that that leads to Jannah. And he has not prohibited us from anything except that if we're going to do this prohibition, that it will lead us to Jahannam. This was Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this is why when we utter the kalima of Tawheed, of La ilaha illallah, what goes hand in hand with that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah? What goes hand in hand with this is Muhammadur Rasulullah. That Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the messenger of Allah who subhanahu wa ta'ala. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, if one obeys Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and one follows the methodology of nubuwa, of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and one does righteous deeds Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will indeed and most definitely bless us with a good life as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says in surah al-Nahl verse number 97 man amila salihan min dhakarin aw untha 
wahuwa mu'minun that whosoever does good whether male or female and they are believers falanuhiyannahu hayatan tayyiban so Allah says we will surely bless them we will surely bless them with a good life وَلَنَجِزِيَنَّهُمْ أَجْرَهُمْ بِأَحْسَنِ مَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ And we will certainly reward them according to the best of their deeds. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala again speaking to myself and yourselves. Obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Obey the messenger of Allah. Do righteous deeds. For if you do this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He blesses you with a good life hayatan tayyiban and Allah azza wa jal He will reward us according to what we do we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our shortcomings we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us a good life in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sometimes we ask Allah azza wa jal for a good life, but we don't ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, let it be in your obedience, O Allah. So it's always important to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us a good life, but in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when we pass away, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes our last words, La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah For all those that are sick We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Grants him a cure For all those that have passed away Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Grants him a high place in Jannah Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika Shadu wa la ilaha illa Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh